Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Women of the Hobby. This is episode 41. Uh, it's Hannah. She collects cards. So we're back uh, just to do another, I guess, kind of update on what we've been up to and, and follow up on some things, potential things in the future that we'll be doing. Uh, so for me, I guess it's been a couple weeks or maybe it's only been a week. I know time is flying by in general, uh, but for me, I just got back from culture collision, technically. So I was there. Did that, you play basketball, Sam? Did I play basketball? No. I saw the court, <laughs> and I wasn't there for the tournament. But, um, yeah, it was it was really good. Um, compared to last time, and this isn't a knock on last time, but last time it was a smaller show. It was in a smaller venue, um, less vendors in general, and I think just overall less, like, sponsors. I think that's becoming an ever increasing thing at these bigger shows is like getting the eBay, getting the whatnot, getting all of these collectible companies to actually come mm-hmm. and set up at the shows uh, is becoming more popular. So they were there and that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, there was the basketball tournament. I should have played. Uh, actually, I found my other, some sneakers, so that my old basketball shoes. So I have to play pretty soon. Um, nice that sounds fun but yeah so it was a pretty good show I picked up like smaller things but I saw a bunch of people there like a ton of people that I knew uh like Mama's Breaks uh Erica from Love What You Collect um there's just so many people I'm like sure I'm missing like a ton that I saw but yeah no I saw a ton of buzz around it it was kind of like amazing because you know, the Dallas card show was going to happen the weekend after. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of thought about like, I wonder if everyone will make it out to the South, like two weekends in a row. And I know so many people who just went to Atlanta, chilled uh, for the week and then went to Dallas on Thursday. Oh. They like really started that kind of thing off, which is really, really awesome. Right. A, a ton yeah. of content coming out of it, a ton of deals, I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, it was a really fun time. Um, a lot bigger setup than last time too, uh, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I would be remiss too if I didn't mention I I was at the trade night on Saturday in the lobby. And I saw Neo, so I mainly sat with Neo and his oh, nice. the whole time. Yeah, there was a, it was a very it was, the trade night was so interesting because it was in the hotel lobby, so there was like chairs and tables for people to sit, and it was literally just like another show. Like everyone just had their cases out you know, as similar to like the national where you just walk by like these short little hallways and you're like, yeah, you know, like that type of thing. So nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could have made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, it's kind of been a chance to come out to ATL. I know I've never been, which is kind of sad. I, I heard only great things. Isn't that where like Usher is from? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, love Usher. I think like ti is from atlanta oh really yeah okay. you know other things people know but yeah atlanta's pretty cool it's just like so i'm no longer in atlanta i'm in north carolina but i'm like three and a half hours away and atlanta's just like i think i've gotten too used to just like the small town that i'm in but it's so trafficy like it's just yeah ugh. i mean you're i mean you're in california i shouldn't say anything but <laughs> I know it takes us like like 30 minutes to go two miles I'm like I should just get an electric bike or something oh, this no. is stupid oh no 
anyways, what have you been up to on the card front? You made any, I've seen, I haven't seen you like post, I guess, but I've seen you begin to post more about F1 starting up for sure. Yeah. Um, I did like a play of the week on Carb Pod, which is really cool. Um, Found like a really cool deal internationally and ended up grading really well, which was very lucky. Um, What other place? Nothing really. I mean, mostly like really deep into F1 right now, obviously looking at like going down the vintage route right now, looking for cards that don't exist on the internet. So trying to like, get random phone numbers it's it's kind of an interesting journey um but I like it you know I think all of us like as collectors we have that like kind of side of us where we like treasure hunting you know so um and looking for values and deals and whatnot so it's been fun sometimes like I would be on the internet for like four hours and not go anywhere so those days feel wasteful but they all lead to something eventually so which is good um but yeah just doing a lot of vintage plays uh selling a lot of cards as well uh not selling out but or selling off but just selling some so that i can buy new cards too um yeah um and i, I where i sell them i sell them a ton of them on dms mm-hmm. um you know and then also like on my slaps my slaps has been amazing sale for some reason there's a lot of tr- traction um recently more than i've ever seen before a lot of deals are being made there which is cool yeah yeah that is really interesting I honestly I think I have a MySlaps account um I don't think I've ever used it um I, I've gone on there to look at things but I've never bought or sold anything on MySlaps I just I don't know yeah I just like, I'm not sure I knew that they had enough traction for what I had but that's interesting that that's where you sell a lot of your cards because I'm somewhat the opposite like I'm worth it to sell on eBay I know there's the fees but Mm. I don't know, for some reason I just accustom or, or use eBay but um but and you talked about too your hours of research I mean that is digging deep for some vintage f1 over here I know I mean it's it's That's fun cool. I I've never like done this for like vintage like soccer or vintage basketball before and um you know soccer and f1 obviously 20 30 40 years ago it was it was not manufactured in the U.S. or it wasn't collected in the U.S. So that's why I think it takes longer. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting. If I get one, I'm like lucky to have one, right? At this point of yeah. these cards because they're so rare to begin with. Um, and now like, do they even exist is like always a question mark. So it's been interesting. Uh, who knows where these are going to go, right? Um but I'm obviously bullish. That's why I'm looking for them because I'm looking at, you know, the vintage cycles of like mm-hmm. basketball, baseball, football, so- maybe not so much football, but like soccer, especially. Yeah. Look at that. And hopefully history will repeat itself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, no, I think I was just listening to yeah today's sort of card talk pod and they were talking about how, yeah, like the vintage, side of things will or just like I think they were more so looking at like vintage golf like how that hasn't really like some of the vintage golf players so like kind of on the same track here of like vintage and alternative if you would even still consider f1 alternative I think that's probably good but I know it's definitely catching up there um see so yeah 
Very interesting. Um, but you mentioned my slabs and kind of a, a segue into the mid collective because we're both going to be on the, the panel for the power of like building a community. So yep. the thing about that is that the moderator is actually going to be the like one of the founders of my slabs. So that's really cool. Yeah, Ken Rogers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I've, I've never met him in person, but you know, I've been able to chat with him and like exchange emails quite a bit. And he's pretty, pretty cool. So I'm very excited just to like put basis to a lot of, you know, these people that we talk to. Um, yeah, I like, do you have what you're going to say ready? I certainly don't. No, in fact, I was just thinking the other day, I was like, hmm, I wonder what they're going to ask. Like maybe I should prepare some for this, but luckily they did send out kind of like a prep or like a guide. Uh, so it's yeah. cool. definitely need to take a look at that and review but no um I think yeah I'm just kind of excited as you said to meet the other people like even just the moderators the panelists um you know the people mm -hmm. coming and attending the shows as well I think it's just a good opportunity to you know continue to grow women of the hobby and, and that brand but just like meet other people in the hobby and see what they're doing because I think you know, we talk about the hobby and, and what it is, but there are so many more like companies that have come about because of the hobby, whether it's like people who yeah. are digital platforms, people who are creating like new supplies for or, like sleeves and things for your cards. So there's so many more business opportunities coming about from the hobby that are not just mm -hmm. the cards themselves, which are, are very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very, very interesting. I mean, someone messaged me today mm -hmm. saying that the Mint Collective like vip ticket is like over two grand oh yeah and uh you know obviously that's a little bit hefty uh for considering it's like a three-day event i think national was probably like 700 i could be dead wrong about this because i i got the media pass for for the national so i don't i i don't remember paying for it but yeah, that, that sounds like a ridiculous number, but I was like talking with the guy. I'm like, I mean, if you think the opportunity to be able to, you know, speak with some of the people leading the industry would be worth that, right? I think you should go for it, right? Like if there's like a Q&A session where you can ask questions or there's like a time to kind of do like a mini network kind of type of thing where you can just go and say hi and Maybe if you have a grand business idea that you want to present, like in a, in thirty seconds or whatnot, I think that's like perfect place to do it, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a high bar that they're trying to set for the the event, but I think it's gonna kind of get there. I, I think it'll actually be amazing because, yeah, they're not. It's not just gonna be a show, right? It's like educating, the networking, and then the show part. Uh, which will be fun. It's like cherry on top. Um, and, you know, a lot of my my friends ask, like, is this worth going to? And I tell them, I think so, because, like, it's not just, you know, dealers and collectors from, like, the U.S. that's going to be there. Actually, I know a few international dealers who are going to, you know, make it out there, international collectors as well. And so I think that's, like, a huge opportunity where you don't have to, like, fly to Portugal, fly to Australia, um, but get to meet them, you know, in Vegas. So I think it's worth it. Um, 
obviously we're speaking there so we have to be advocates for it but even if I wasn't I would be there I would I would do my best to be there yeah 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 I agree I think even if I wasn't like as you said if we weren't going to be on this panel I would probably do my best as you said to try and go um and yeah try and budget it in in some way but I do think the ticket so like I'm on the website I think the ticket like they're advertising the value as like around 2400 but um currently it's selling for 699 as a higher one mm, so, gotcha okay. doing a referral program I haven't been involved but I I've seen some people post about the referral program where like if you have someone's oh. referral code they'll save $200 and you save $200 so oh I see. looking to save some money they could reach out to someone with like a referral code um for that gotcha I'm yeah I'm excited to to get there and, and see what it's all about it's gonna be like a very fast weekend for me also with the time change I think it's only is it two or three in Vegas I think it, I don't remember uh, what is it is it two or is it three i don't know wait <laughs> it like changes too around that area like in between utah and well, i know this is california and nevada i think it's three it yeah. is three it has to be three right you're confusing me no vegas is on west coast right oh gosh i don't know in vegas yeah so yeah that makes sense um yeah, uh, I think that'll be a really fun event. As you said, I think the, the whole selling factor for me is the networking. Uh, I think that's something mm -hmm. that they're pushing really big is the industry leader, yeah. you know, other names within the hobby. Uh, and then obviously they're, and I think it's too interesting, like how they're advertising the show as like a marketplace more so than like a car. Mm. Uh, so I think yeah. there's definitely a lot of like marketing going on around this event, um, but I think the way they're doing it's great and good and you know all the people that I've worked with on it you know just getting the panel and everything set up they've been really good and professional and everything yeah yeah the IMG who's like the partner in setting all of this up they're like world-class if yeah. setups you know yeah they do probably like congressional setups and like Beyonce maybe not Beyonce but like those kind of crazy like concerts too so I mean, the production and like the organization of the event, I think it's going to be like top notch for sure. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that just in the way that they've like communicated back and forth. Um, it's mm -hmm. been really good. Yeah, I think that'll be an awesome time for sure. Um, I think the last thing, which is like, I think it honestly came out like, I don't know about today or yesterday or, or very soon here, but was thoughts around the zero cool trading cards that are based off Yeah. Gary V's V friends in a piece. Um, I, I think it's really interesting to kind of see in my eyes, I see it as like a collab between the digital and the physical, you know, okay. assets, assets or, or, you know, collections that you can have. So I don't know. I'm just interested to see how this kind of launch goes and what other launches will be coming out of it with other NFT projects or things like that. Yeah. Um... It's, I don't know. I don't know what your take is on it, but is Zero Cool like associated with Fanatics? Is it? Yeah, so it says like, okay, this is as of yesterday, uh, a subsidi subsidiary of Fanatics announced the launch of Zero Cool, which mm. is the first trading card brand 
for the world's most important people. So it's essentially, I think the way they're marketing it as like a trading card brand for like the pop culture art and the entertainment cards. So nothing related to sports necessarily. Sports, right, right. Mm -hmm. This is very interesting. Um, what's your first take on it? I... Yeah, I, I like it. I like that. I think for me, my whole, I don't have any NFTs like at all. Uh, but I think my whole concern with NFTs originally was its utility and what its mm -hmm. point is, like what physical attribute is there with this NFT. And I think this is kind of like merging that aspect in of, oh, there's also like, maybe some of these people who own V friends, I have no idea, but maybe they get like first access to these trading cards now that are gonna be based off mm -hmm. of their NFTs. So I find that appealing. Um, yeah, I'm just interested to see like how the NFT community as well will view the trading cards. Like, you know, it's yeah. kind of a clash of like, you know, the old school versus like the new school of NFTs, old school, like a physical trading card. So that's kind of how I see it. And I just want to see how the two communities mesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those are all good thoughts. I mean, I, I, I honestly have no, like, take on this. Um, as in, it's like, I can't even say for certain if this is going to be a, a hot, you know, the next hot thing or if this is going to cool off so hard you know i i actually can't because yeah it's it's like the first time that they're doing the reverse right of uh nft to card um i mean at the end of the day i guess if you have a v friend nft already and you're a collector might as well get one <laughs> like to have it in physical and uh non-physical forms but i don't have any of the friends and any nft so this is like an interesting yeah like thing for me like yeah i i don't know how to take it yet i, I think it's interesting and i yeah i definitely agree if there's like kind of no opinion yet just because it literally came out yesterday and it's like oh, i really gotta see like you know what the appeal is and what everyone you know I mean, we are the market in terms of what kind of demand it's going to have but yeah i think even thinking about it at like the higher level of like fanatics, I mean, two years ago, if you said fanatics, you would have thought of like t-shirts and, and sweatpants. And now yeah. fanatics is getting into like trading cards and now with this somewhat of like an NFT partnership as well. So I don't yeah. know, it's just like really interesting how fanatics as a company is like, you know, branching themselves out um, to, to different platforms. Oh yeah! Wow, this it's gonna be interesting. I don't know. I and the 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 double Dutch auction or something blind no blind yeah. Dutch auction or something Dutch auction. Yeah, I had I watched so I watched Neo's video on this today this morning. Um, uh -huh. And yeah, it's it's really interesting how like the lowest price that wins a box is the price that everyone pays essentially. So uh -huh. I like yeah. that means like it really is like the market that's setting it and. You know, someone isn't going to pay 2K and while someone else pays 1K, everyone will just pay 1K, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, like, I am such a, like, low-risk person. Mm -hmm. I am not going to be the first one uh, to get yeah. hit, uh, even if it's, like, jackpot or a bullet. 
So I'm I'm just gonna sit on the sidelines and probably just watch. No need to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I don't know. Some people I think love like the thrill of like being right, mm-hmm. right at the risk of being wrong. But for me, like, okay, so you let's say buy it in at like thousand dollars or something, right? You end up getting one, and then well, you flip it for two k. I don't know. It's just like the the risk is too high for a potential yeah low return or no return at all right right i agree i think i think there is a a risk here i think the only thing that would make me confident in this particular release is gary v's following like his following is like Mm, that's true and like i know his v friends i think did really well so you know I would believe in Gary V more so than maybe this this aspect, but I think if they can get these bigger NFT projects on board that have mm-hmm. followings, that that could be potential there. But yeah, just something to monitor, something new uh, within the hobby, I guess. Kind of a, a merge yep. little market here. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think that'll do it for today. Uh, I guess we will see you all soon, if not at Mint Collective.